Yeah, I think I just had one of those in racetrack. I'll be real with you. <laughs> I was like, it's bad enough that you had to go on a racetrack. Racetrack has racetrack occasionally has nice bathrooms. I just hello Dan. Hey Dan. Goodbye What's Dan. Up? Bye Dan. I just don't like public bathrooms in general. You and our old bassist ha- share that in common. Yeah. Like, are you are you fine with like peeing? In, pu- yeah. in public, yeah, but not comfortable shitting in public. No, no. I, I don't know why it's never bothered me, but like, and I certainly don't get excited to shit in public. Yeah, but let's say I did. <laughs> <laughs> let's say that let's, was something that I was into. Let's say I like shitting in public. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're rolling. Okay, uh, hang on. Oh, cool. Let me. All right. <laughs> yeah, we've been rolling. Not been rolling, but. We've Benjamin Rolling. Benjamin Rolling. Hi, Benjamin Rolling here for the Rolling. <laughs> My name's Benjamin Rolling. Rolling. Magazine. I don't know. Have, has Fall Out Boy ever been on the cover of Rolling Stone? Should we? Should we? I think so. Yeah. Let's they go did. verify they were, that. They were. Um, and Panic at the Disco was on the issue right before them. Oh really? How how long ago was this? Fucking! It had to be like 2006 or something. Okay. Fall Out Boy Rolling Stone cover. I've looked it up. Um, 2007, so you're close. Um, Panic at the Disco one week, and then Fall Out Boy the week after. And they the covers look nearly identical, which is pretty funny. Yeah. F- just four fucking dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny to think that Panic at the Disco was recently one record in. Mm-hmm. Already enormous. Already playing... Pretty fucking big venues. Yeah. Funny to think that when I saw them, they were playing a theater. They went, they went from like arenas back to theaters and then back to arenas and amphitheaters. Which is insane. Kind of crazy. It's not something you see very often. And, you know, the dip in the dip in pretty odd in vices and virtues was. I mean, it was it was noticeable for sure. I'm sure they were still playing like big venues off of Pretty Odd because nine in the afternoon was just as big as any of the singles off of uh, Fever. You can't sweat out, but mm. um, which is a feat in itself. Like, yeah, I mean, none of the other songs hard. were. So. I mean, to pivot that hard and still have a really big hit off of it is like impressive on its own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that song is that song is still pretty big yeah that's one of the ones i hear in grocery stores which like i when like i worked at um at an earth fair in like 2018 what is earth fair it's like whole foods with not as much money behind it interesting yeah um and like the the house radio there was always dog shit but every now and again they would they would play something good and then one time it was um nine in the afternoon and that was the best three minutes I ever had working there. Sure, sure. I I, w- I worked at a Publix. I'm sorry um, to hear that. <laughs> it's, it was it was all right. I worked I worked there twice actually. Oh damn! I worked there like in high school, and then I went back there right before we put out Die on Mars. I think I I think I quit uh, like the week before Fake Dinosaur Bones came out or something like that. Mm. Um, I hated that job so much. Um, actually, you know what? There are jobs that I hated more for sure. 
I just hated every job that wasn't music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's funny to, it's funny to look back on that now of, of like the radio was dog shit, but like now just with hindsight, like the last tour we were on, I totally like found a Publix playlist on Spotify and just hit shuffle on it and enjoy the shit out of it. Because I was just like, I know all these songs, you know, like it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's the joy you get when you're like at a music festival and you're like, Oh, this band sings this song. Mm -hmm. And I know that song. I know this whole song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's funny. There's comfort and familiarity sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean like, and it it reminds me of a particular time in my life that I can always go back to. But anyway, uh, nine in the afternoon I hear in grocery stores. I feel like I've definitely heard like, I've definitely heard like alone together or just one yesterday in a mm. grocery store, but like, I can't think of another fallout boy song that I've heard in a grocery store. Um, I don't really like pay attention to, to what's playing in grocery stores now. Sure. Um, I think one time, uh, lost in Japan by Sean Mendez was playing at the, mm. the, the Publix I go to sometimes. And I was, I was like, just talking Yo. about, uh, I was talking about your love of Sean Mendez with, with Dom. Yeah. And I mean, like, I, I guess I just got to check it out at this point. Yeah. I, I feel like kind of an asshole that I haven't, you know, <laughs> it's fine, like man. not, not a asshole, but like, you know, yeah. Hey Marty. Hi Marty. It's, it's okay. all good. I won't. Aren't you glad you don't have to talk about this dog shit song? You didn't even have to listen to it. That's right. Wow. You're uh, so what are you lucky. looking for? Um, okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Okay. We will. We will. We'll try. Um, uh, this house is, is crawling with Dow Boys right there's now. There's so many Dow Boys and also so many people who aren't Dow Boys. Yeah, like me. You, Beck, yeah. future guest of the pod, Beck. Yeah. Uh, how many past guests of the pod are there in the house? Just um, two. Yeah, just two. Just two. Yeah. It might end up being three by the end of the night. Who knows? Who's coming over? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it, it, I mean, at this point, like, it's just like a, it's like a bear in the big blue house situation, I guess. Yeah. Cause it, that is a big blue house. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of people in that house. That house is very big and blue. Maddie looked at me like we totally got to start gatekeeping the SM7B. <laughs> That's the look Maddie just gave me. Well, um, should we like introduce the episode now? We it's probably should. Yeah, like we've had a lot minutes. of pre-roll, but uh, you know why not? Why? Yeah. Okay. I you introduced it last week, so yeah. Welcome everybody to this ain't a scene. It's a podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Carson Pace. He him pronouns. And I am your other host, Dawson Beck. Also, he, him pronouns. And would you be shocked to learn that no one else is in the room with us this week? <laughs> it is just us this week. Is um, our, our first solo episode since Eternal Summer? Is that it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're getting it, back to our roots. Yeah, since then we've had consistent guests every week. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But tonight's different. Um, tonight's very Mainly different. because we're recording at like 10 p.m., Recording it's a late night episode, yeah. The night before Carson and the rest of the Dow Boys leave on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, Wild so Hogs tour. Wild Hogs You better Hogs come tour. out. If you're not, it's over by the time this comes out. But yeah, you better have come to the Wild Hogs you tour. Better, you better come to the Wild Hogs tour. 
with things with are going to be Cowboys bad for you if you don't come to the Wild Hogs. Tour. Hazing over the yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so tired. <laughs> I just did like a three hour round trip. Well, I have an energy drink in me, so like my uh, my sleep receptors have not quite caught caught on. Yeah, that I'm tired. Yeah. Um, or my brain hasn't caught on that I'm tired. I don't know how, how does that work. What does caffeine do? Um, me. It, well, for me, it uh, makes me more tired. That's so crazy. I couldn't tell you. So what keeps you awake? Willpower. That's nuts. And sometimes I don't have a lot of that. So <laughs> Sure. So then I just be falling asleep. I fell asleep in, in the studio uh, the other week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, Dom's studio, gosh, we got to have Dom on just so that we people do. can put a face, a voice to the name, if you will. Yeah. Um, uh, last uh the last few days that we've been in i've almost fallen asleep on that couch yeah um i've come pretty close i've fallen asleep on that couch before definitely. i fell asleep in one of the the chairs across from the couch one of the yellow chairs yeah what uh, listen i i can fall asleep anywhere anytime if you're, if I'm you're tired enough. twice the damn size of that chair i know <laughs> that's insane well um i mean that's it doesn't sound incredibly comfortable. It wasn't, but, but I was I was sleepy. And what like, was going on while you were asleep? So I don't know. nothing. I mean, we were literally we were just waiting for uh, for Dom to get back because oh. um, we did some recording, and then Dom had to go like do some taxes thing. Or sure, something. sure. And then uh, see a man about a horse. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And sure. then um uh. Jack Rui and I went to Moe's and got food. And when we got back, I was like, damn, I'm kind of sleepy. And then I fell asleep for a little bit. Sure. So yeah. it was it was nothing going on. I mean, just Jack was on the floor on TikTok and Rui was on the couch also probably on TikTok. Maybe That's awesome. Instagram. But um, yeah, we we were all, it was nice to have a little break that day because um, we, were, we were busy. Yeah, no, I mean, we're we've both been busy boys yeah um busy boys busy how's boys. tracking been i mean the update from like two days ago <laughs> you know i mean what's funny is like i think the last time we recorded um i had um the last time we recorded i had like one day before i went in for vocals i think yeah. i went in for vocals the next day or something like that yeah um got to the studio and like for some reason, notes that I could normally hit clean, I was having to scream to reach them. Oh wow! So that was like not a good sign. Mm -hmm. um, and we got through as much of the song as I could do that, like I was happy with. And I was just like, you know what? I think I'm gonna call it. We got like two verses done. Mm. And I was like, I think I'm gonna call it. And then I rested my voice yesterday. Came back in today, finished the whole song. I sent it to you. I don't yeah, know if you listened to it. I did listen to it. Okay, all right. Your vocals sound great on it. Thank I will, you. I, will I appreciate say. that. I appreciate that. Um, I'm very proud of it. It's a very different song for us. Yeah. Very stoked on it. Um, and uh, I'm happy about that one. And then the other songs uh, are now being pushed back to when we are back from tour. Awesome. So uh, I'm not incredibly stoked to have them so backed up but it's it's going to take as long as it takes you know like yeah when do you have I've to accepted. have them in by we don't necessarily have a deadline because it's like 
if there's no product, then like you can't turn, there's nothing to market, you know, there's nothing to like give to our PR and there's nothing to print on vinyl yet, you know? So it's like, there's no due date, but like they have a, we have a timeline that we have to meet Mm -hmm. and everything for this EP. And you know, the longer it takes to get recorded, the, the longer it gets pushed back, Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. You know, it's not like that big of a deal. It's not the end of the world. No, not at all. I mean, I don't, I just wanted to be good. Yeah. You know, and that's think, the most important thing. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like if you listen to our pre Mar stuff, all of that shit was like rushed, majorly mm. rushed. Really? Like, oh yeah. We recorded animal Tetris, our second EP in two days. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. There was just, there's no reason to do that. Like we just like, didn't want to, save the money for real studio time Mm -hmm. we just ran through it in two days so did you like go to a studio we went to toast and jam went to toast and jam and had two days and yeah booked out two days we did instrumentals we did instrumentals for seven songs in one day and then we did um we did vocals for seven songs the next day jesus christ yeah which was very silly that sounds like a nightmare (laughs) which like all things considered, when you look back on that record, it's like, you know, it, it could have been much worse for how it sounds. It still sucks. I still hate that record. But like, yeah. I mean, a lot of, I've seen like a decent amount of love for Animal Tetris, despite that. Some people really like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's because it sounds like the chariot, like uh, a little bit. Um, or it sounds like he's legend or something like that. It's got like the roughness of. You know, an early band, and I think people like to hear, like, I mean, it's, like, before I really found my voice screaming, and it's before mm-hmm. we, like, really had everything figured out songwriting-wise, and I think it's cool to, like, hear our evolution before we figure our shit out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Dying on Mars, we spent, like, three months in the studio on that thing. Like, we yeah. worked our fucking asses off on that record to make it good, and, like, that's why it's good. Yeah. And, uh... It's it's just funny to look back. Like we used to just rush everything, and like yeah. I think you know, the lesson there is always just like you know, the you know, the longer you take to figure out what you actually want to do, the the better it's going to turn out. So yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how's uh when's when's your next tracking date? Is it while I'm on tour? Um, no, you'll be back by that point. I think the next day is the eleventh. Is uh, I have it all on my I have it all on my calendar. This um, is this is so that people can show up at Dom's studio uh, while you're tracking. Yeah, with absolutely. signs that say "We love Dawson." Uh, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's on the eleventh. Um, maybe one on the eighth. Uh, I think. Um, okay. We haven't figured that out, but definitely the eleventh. Nice. Um, nice. That's the next day we're back in the studio. We have, um, we have a whole song done instrumentally. Um, six drum tracks done. Whoa. Yeah, Rui knocked out. Uh, I did not know you had six done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rui's a goddamn beast. Future guest of the pod. Please. Um, Rui Tabar Mosquieta. Um, absolute fucking madman. Um, he like literally knocked out six drum tracks in two days, like back to back. That's nuts. Um, we have Marty did in two days. Wow. I had to I mean, flash the number to you because yeah. I accidentally revealed how many songs are on the EP last <laughs> week. Not going to make that mistake again. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I mean, um, yeah, Rui just like worked his ass off practicing those songs and like um, knew what he wanted to accomplish. And like, there are some things that we that we changed, but I mean, he adapted to that extremely quickly. So like, we're we're yeah. ex- we're extremely lucky to have him. Um, so we got those done. Uh, some guitars on, I think, another song are done. Nice. Um, vocals aren't going to be until. Well, I don't know, because we're we're trying to have um, the song that we're going to put out as the lead single, like at least everything recorded, so we can start sending test mixes yeah. to people. Mm. So maybe we'll do vocals for that one soon. Do you know who you want to mix it? Not yet. We have a we have a list of like ten people that we want to send test nice. mixes to or nice. get like interest from. For sure. Um, and we're prepared to to spend money on this because we want it to sound right. Of course. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have a couple favorites. I won't say who on on air. Carson Pace. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carson Pace. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that guy. Um, but yeah, um, we're 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 very. Uh, optimistic about uh the the rest of the recording process yeah absolutely i mean making a record at doms i think we've even said this on the show before it's like such a good vibe and such a good environment to be around and like he's just such a he's such a funny presence like he's so funny and he's so easy to work with that like when I'm like even minorly hard to work with, I'm just like, God damn, I'm the worst person on earth. Um, yeah. I mean like so great. Yeah. Shout out Dom for doing everything that he does for our bands. It's Absolutely. Fucking amazing. Yeah. And if he really believes in, in the shit you're doing, you can tell like he's Absolutely. super invested. I mean, I, I, yeah, he's been invested in our band for longer than, then it's ever made sense you know like has been invested our in our band like pre-animal tetris and like Damn. you know has like always been like you know on our sides and uh you know backing us and everything like that and it's kind of nuts to believe in a band that sounded like that i mean you can go watch our first toast and jam session and we're like we have no idea what we're doing it's very silly it's yeah. very very silly um we didn't put out our first toast and jam session (laughs) yikes we almost didn't put out our hey five six i'm so glad we did i I am glad y'all did too yeah because like that mosh call thing kind of swagged kind of popped off kind of popped off i now but now i have to come up with new mosh calls before (laughs) oh my god dude did i send did i send you the 41 year old plug and b rapper no but i have seen that dude I every second in my head, I'm just going 41, but I got 41 goons. Like I can't stop doing it. Dude. Just check the DM 41 hoes. Why does he like, have a fucking old man filter? Dude, I it's awesome. It's so good. Hit her with the dick. She thought 41 old. I can't stop Dawson. I I just love the the comment he's responding to on TikTok is bro, you too old man. <laughs> so funny uh yeah i can't stop thinking about that guy but i think i'm gonna use uh one of those lines as a mosh call (laughs) 41 but i got 41 goons let's see it (laughs) let's see it let's see your 41 goons god damn it i know i got 41 goons in this piece (laughs) where are all of you where are my 41 goons at (laughs) not actually a great turnout 41 people only 41 only 41 i mean yeah, 
For, 41 isn't like at, at Bummer Hills level, you know, that's like modest, you know. That's all right. Can we uh, can we talk about Super Fade? I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I <sighs> Listen, everyone, so the song that we have on the docket this episode It's is, Marty's fault, by the way. It's Marty's fault, yeah. Um so blame Marty for this episode. But the song we're talking about is Super Fade, which if you don't know what that is, a lot of people don't. Uh, it is the last song on the Lake Effect Kid EP. Yes. And here's a snippet of it. My love isn't lost. It's all I Do we make it longer so that people will suffer like we have? Or? Uh, may, I don't know. Well, that was definitely longer than it's usually been, but that Damn. was a snippet. That's uh, It's over. The magic of recording. Um, yeah. It's... I'm just going to be upfront with everybody. This is one of the worst goddamn things I've ever heard in my life. Like, I... Every bone in my body is like rejects this thing. Yeah. Um. It's it's like almost funny how bad it is. Um, yeah. But like of the stinkers that we've done, Dawson, like I still don't think it's as bad as Bob Dylan. Oh, see, my thing with Bob Dylan was like it was so bad because it was so nothing. Uh-huh. This I have like concrete things to hate on. So like I mean the fact that it's basically young and menace too and like and it's worse. <laughs> I don't know that it's worse though. I would call it worse than young and menace. I um, think I think this is worse than young and menace. Patrick sounds <sighs> He doesn't sound like Patrick on this song. He doesn't sound like Patrick but also like there's there's something more listenable about this than Young and Menace to me. Um, Young and Menace is so, like, awkward and lurking, if that makes any sense. Like, it just yeah. it feels like a, it's such a slow tempo. Whereas, like, this is, like, this reminds me of, like, shitty SoundCloud, like, trap EDM stuff. Yeah. Um, Like, the shitty rave music I would hear in, like, 2013, which, like... You know, Pete Wentz has expressed how much he loves that type of music and stuff like that. And, like, you know, they've brought out a lot of artists that, frankly, sound like this. Like, I know they've brought out Grandson before, which I don't know if you listen to Grandson. I don't know who that is. Pretty dog shit. I'm not going to lie. I saw him open for Bring Me the Horizon, and it was terrible. Damn. Sorry, um, Grandson. Uh, Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, this seems like a... Seems like a throwaway, um, and it's on an EP where all the songs are th- themed around Chicago. Yeah, I listened to it the first time tonight. Um, yeah, the whole EP. Yeah, and I'm not going to get into my thoughts about every song, but I did notice how every song was about Chicago. Yeah, I think it's meant to be. Yeah, and, and like, that's interesting, you know, um, make every song, like make every song on a little EP about your home city. Can I, can I bring up a theory What's that up? I have about this EP? I think that this EP was originally meant to be used for Chicago sports teams. I think they oh. wrote three songs that could have potentially been like stingers for Chicago sports teams or be played in the stadium or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it just didn't work just didn't work out because uh, they've done a song for the bulls before. Yeah. Um, I don't have it on the wheel cause I think it's technically a Lupe fiasco song, mm. but maybe I'll add it. I don't know. 
I don't want to add to the wheel. We'll we'll see if somebody is like you should add that to the wheel. Yeah, I mean, I've heard I've heard it before, definitely, but I don't think it's like particularly good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have the Ghostbusters thing on it. On the, maybe I do have the Ghostbusters thing on the wheel. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it's got the. It's got the, like, energy of this city by Patrick Stump with, like, I I don't know, like, just this shrill, awful production. Other than Mm. the title track, I really, really like the title track on the EP. Mm. Um, I don't like the one that follows it, City City in a Garden. Something like that. The title is the coolest part about it. Yeah, something like that. And then this one is just... Oh wow! I hate it's, this it's song. It's confusing. I like, I hate it so much. Um, I wish I didn't. Uh, <laughs> honestly, because like the first half, I was like before the drop comes in, I was like, you know, this isn't awful. I could like stand this. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it was like a main staple in a live set. Yeah. But then the drop kicked in, and I was like, it's almost funny. Like this song is funny. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I laugh a lot when I listen to this song. Um I don't I don't quite know what to think of it beyond that. I mean like instrumentally what notes did you have on on this? Uh instrumentally it sounds like it's it's so nondescript but like so terrible at the same time. Like the the percussion is so weird. Um like something about really it strange. It feels yeah. like papery. Yeah, <laughs> and like the the electronic elements feel like they don't go far enough like I the, agree. the drop yeah. is like it feels really half-assed um like what uh you um last recording session uh you you went off and you listened to the song in the bathroom and when you came back you were like uh yeah this song is like this song's awesome like it sucks but like it's awesome like, yeah they, no. they try to do dubstep and i was like oh okay i mean Cause like I rock with dubstep. Honestly. I rock with dubstep hard. Yeah. I think dubstep is like. I think dubstep. Good dope. dubstep is like really fucking cool. Yeah. No. No. no absolutely. Like it, I mean, obviously, fucking um, scary monsters and nice sprites is like legendary landmark legendary EP. Like yeah. people genuinely were not ready for for what Skrillex was doing on that, um, and it shows because people still haven't come around on that really. No. Um, I mean, he did just play a sold-out five-hour set at yeah. Red Rocks. Well, but. I mean, um, uh, his new album, the first of the new albums that he put out was, like, really, really good. You don't like the other one? No, I don't. It's like, it didn't feel as, like, inspired as, as the other one. That's fair. There's a lot of songs I like on, on both. Um, yeah. I think Bangarang is, like, the perfect Skrillex album. Yeah. I think Bangarang, like... There's a fucking Wolfgang Gartner collab on that. And like, yeah. you know, it, it was, it's cool to like see him collab with names that were still like relatively underground back then and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the know, title track on that uh, on that album is like it, it's it's so cool. Like it's awesome. It yeah. takes dubstep and it makes it like really, really danceable. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. Because like a lot of the. um a lot of the stuff on Scary Monsters is like either like four on the floor, like you're just like bouncing to it, or it's like really sludgy and like almost scary, which is yeah. 
really, which is cool. It's it's really yeah. cool. But Bangarang has like a momentum to it. It's got Bangarang, a pulse. I mean, I think Bangarang is always going to be like, like Bangarang and Scary Monsters are are going to be the two that like he gets immortalized for. Yeah. Um. I mean, of course, like I'm just I'm kind of a diehard. I'm a Skrillex head yeah. for sure. Like I I you know. And I know his discography inside and out. If you wanted to start a Skrillex podcast. Oh, imagine. <laughs> um, I'd have a lot of fun with that. Um, yeah, I mean, this is sort of the gap commercial version of, yeah. uh, of that kind of thing. Um, and when I say it rocks, but it sucks. I mean, like, I hate this song, mm-hmm. but I'm so happy it exists. Yeah. Um, like I'm so happy that a band I love um <laughs> took this wild ass shot at making something so silly and so stupid. Yeah. But uh you know, it didn't come out great. Mm-hmm. Um it didn't even come out uh uh good. But I'm so glad that they did it so that they know never to do it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Fallout Boy in general is a band where they don't find out that they shouldn't do something until, until after it's already done, it. done. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Patrick, Patrick really does stand by Young and Menace, though. I mean, like, I've heard interviews as recently as last month where he's like, I stand by Young and Menace. I yeah. Like, God damn, dude. I like, mean, listen, there, there's... Play there's... it live then. You know? <laughs> Stick to your fucking guns. Yeah, man. Play it uh, well, live what, for the first time to, in to be fair, two or three years. What, as an audience member, are you supposed to do to that song other than when stand I've, there? When I saw them play it, I've only ever seen them play it once. When I saw them play it, Patrick just did it at a piano. Oh, well, that's he did way it like a cooler. piano ballad, yeah. That's way cooler. Which I think that version does exist. I think a studio version of that does exist. I would like to see that. Um, and it, it's really fucking good. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when we get to Young and Menace, we'll... I, God, I Talk hope I'm not manifesting that. that. Um, when we get to Young <laughs> and Man- Menace... Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it then. Um, yeah. But... Uh, but yeah, I brought up Skrillex because... It was like that's like the peak example for like dubstep. I don't think this quite qualifies as dubstep, but I was expecting something that like hit a little harder. It kind of it, well, it's like that. It's like that dubstep runoff that happened where it was like bro step. Well, that's no, that's no, most I, of like scary monsters. Anyway. Dubstep and like r- ravier trap music and also like festival EDM, oh. like kind of all eventually blended into one thing. And I'd I'd say like Flume does kind of an elevated version of that stuff. Mm. Um, not now, but he did. Um, I need to get into Flume. Uh, get into his mixtapes. His mixtapes are amazing, but yeah. his full albums are like eh. his full yeah. albums are fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, I'm trying to pull up. Um... <laughs> like effect kit on on rate your music but the site was broken and wasn't letting me click on anything nice that's awesome um yeah that rules for me <laughs> uh i'll talk um i found it don't worry okay dope <laughs> dope yeah what does uh, rate your music have to say about this so well i i was just bringing up for the the genres um because like they're usually pretty accurate with those um so they, they call this song electro pop with a, a, a trap edm subgenre and i'd say that's accurate yeah um it's it's definitely not it's not quite dubstep 
but it doesn't even like it doesn't even hit as hard as some other trap EDM I've I've heard. Um, Not at all. No. Like it's, also, did you know how much? Did you notice how much high end? Is yeah, in this? man. Like it, I it, I listened to this on Apple Music, and it I, feels like I'm listening to white noise. It like, gave me a like, headache. <sighs> it gave me a headache with the with the lossless. Uh, so dude. I couldn't imagine listening to this on Spotify. Oh, dude, it's awful. It's got to be terrible. nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it was really shrill and just like annoying. Yeah. Um. Don't even get me fucking started on that drop, dude. Like, oh, I it's mean, a bad drop. I'm gonna get the, started on the drop because, like, that's the point of the the podcast. That's the show. Yeah. But um, like, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> the horns are just the horns are so bad. Um, they feel synthetic and like not in a, Oh, of course they're not, synthetic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like th- there's a chance that they weren't and they were just like fucking sh- shot all the hell or whatever, but yeah, it feels like they paid somebody on Fiverr to make this <laughs> like just, Hey, make the most obnoxious trap EDM drop you've ever made. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, like, do we know anything about like the production credits of this song? Like we can find out. Okay. Um, yeah. In the meantime, though, the the Chicago Gets My Soul line, um, oh, dude. that being a center point of the drop was one of the worst decisions they've ever made as a band. Oh, yeah, no. Because it's... It's the worst lyric on the song. Not even that. It's just the, the delivery on it is so, like, it's so much that emphasizing that. And then later in the drop, taking soul and making it go even higher digitally. Soul! It's yeah, like, that part's annoying. As holy fuck. shit! I f- first time I heard that, I was like driving over here, and when that hit, I said "What the fuck?" out loud to myself in my car because I was just like so shocked. Like, mm-hmm. are you serious with this? Yeah, that's it's nuts. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Neil Avron credit on this. That's crazy. hello. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I don't even know if there are real drums on this song at any point. There might be a real kick or a real snare, like once. If if there is, I don't hear it. But what the fuck? Yeah. Um. Okay. The so Neil Avron mixed this one, um, with uh Patrick and and Susie Shin, uh, as engineers. And Susie Shin has worked on a lot of uh, later Panic at the Disco. Mm. Um, like, that's why there's that high end yeah Panic I mean, at the Disco later Panic at the Disco has a lot of shrill high end yeah uh, she worked on High Hopes um, Say Amen uh, and Victorious which are uh, some of the some of the most 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 some of the most sh- shrill songs but you want to know something even wackier about that what's that she also worked on um uh, okay human by weezer which is which, a wonderfully produced album i really like how that album sounds it sounds awesome the and lyrics like the, are fine yeah but i mean oh it's rivers cuomo there's only like at this point there's you can only, only talk so about like four get. things yeah yeah but like it that album like it sounds even better on vinyl oh, as well yeah. Like it was engineered all analog and everything, and like it well, I don't, sounds. I awesome. don't own OK Human on vinyl. I do, <laughs> which is why I can speak to that. That's awesome. That's um, sick. It's a good ass album, uh, but you can't tell that it's the same person. People contain song. multitudes. Yeah, 
Um, People contain multitudes. Yeah, uh, someone on the Reddit thought the line was Chicago gets my phone, <laughs> which was making me giggle quite a bit. Because um, yeah. that's not the lyric. That's, that's not the lyric that's, at all. That's not the lyric. Um, yeah, I. Uh, oh gosh, man, I I don't I don't really know what to say about the instrumental beyond it sucks. Um, this might be like, I I don't know if it's worse than Young and Menace. I'd have to get to Young and Menace to know, mm-hmm. um, because I haven't willingly listened to that song in a minute. Yeah, um, it's been it's been a few months. I think like probably at the beginning of the podcast, I maybe I maybe played it a few times or something. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is a terrible, awful song though. Yeah, I can already tell you right now, it's going to be one of my lowest ranked ones. Yeah, for there sure. is precisely one thing I like about this song. Me too. And for me, it's um, there's a little a little bass lick um, that happened. Yeah, yeah, that thing. I like yeah. that. I like that too. Um, I like the uh, lead up where uh, Patrick is saying, "I should have known better. I should have known better. I I should have tried to sing about anything but you." Um, I I like that part, and then. When it gets to the, you know, the world can get my bones, but Chicago gets my soul. That's where the song loses me entirely. Mm. Yeah. Um, I like the way Patrick sounds because it's kind of the same thing he's doing on the Phoenix where he's like so high up there where he's like at the top of his range. There's no way in hell he could ever sing this live consistently. I don't think yeah. unless they opened with it or something and he blew out his voice song one. Um <laughs> Sounded like ass the rest of the set. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like I, I really don't know what to think of it. Um, I, 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 other than the fact that Patrick sounds like he's trying something different vocally on it, like there's not a whole lot redeemable with this. Mm -hmm. Uh, we normally go lyrics, but like I'm tempted to just go straight to RYM and, uh, you know other bullshit <laughs> yeah there there is like y'all can look at the lyrics yourselves so to see what we to see what we mean by this but like there is nothing here like no. it's it's so it's so generic um there isn't really a line that i like no there's there's nothing that stuck out um the only thing that like indicates that this is about chicago is when he name drops chicago in the chorus and everything else is like pretty nondescript, like kind of yeah. love song type thing. Mm-hmm. It, there's not really any line that that sticks out to me. It's just all, bleh. yeah, yeah. And it like, oh, another thing about this song, thought it was never gonna end. Um, yeah, that, no, I I did keep checking the runtime. Yeah, like I was the, like, there better not be a third drop. The second drop hit, and I was like, all right. Surely, time to wrap it up yeah surely it's over and then an interlude hit and i was like all right it's a coda we're about to end and then a third drop hit yeah and i was like god damn it yeah get me out of here <laughs> yeah it sucks um so yeah this this song it's rough <sighs> it's really rough um i am gonna finish up vinyl tonight Um. Yeah, this 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 shit sucks. This shit sucks. Um, um I, I don't have I don't have much to say. Um 
you want to do Reddit or do you want to do song meanings or rate your music? There's not going to be anything for song meanings on here. I can check. Okay, for um, sure. If you already have the Reddit pulled up, we I can have. Get into I that. have Reddit. Uh, I have Reddit pulled up. Um, the so one of the most negative posts I've ever seen on a on the Reddit was about this song, which is uh, what FOB song makes you hit the skip button every time. <laughs> and it's just a picture of someone listening to this song. Um, and a uh, lot of, um, uh, a lot of, uh, truthers for this song in the comments. Mm. Um, uh, although there is somebody named, uh, award kooky, uh, who says uh, most of their singles, but not because I think they're bad. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, lots of lots of love for this song, and I just like. I just I I just can't believe that this man. I mean, this you have to be lying to yourself. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> I I really truthfully think this. I love this band. I love yeah. this band so much, and part of loving this band is recognizing that they can do wrong yeah and it's possible for them to do wrong every single one of every favorite band has done something wrong music wise absolutely like yeah every band has a terrible song yeah every single one and this is this is fallout boys one of their many terrible songs they have a lot of terrible they songs. have a lot of bad songs but they have a lot of all-timer songs this is, which is why we're here <laughs> yeah and i think this was in like a this was in like a shit tier or something like that when we yeah. were looking up uh i've got a dark alley um uh yeah it belongs there it absolutely fucking belongs there um mm -hmm. although like i think it is just like even more proof that they stepped back and looking that looked at and you know i don't think they're ever going to be like Ah, uh, yeah, fuck our fuck Lake Effect kid and fuck uh fuck Mania. I don't think yeah. they're ever gonna do that. No, I think that while well, maybe they aren't going to do stuff like that anymore, I think they still stand by it as a creative decision. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I I think it's just more proof that this it 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 this is gonna sound weird. In my opinion, this is a great example of why this band is so good is because mm. they had such a huge misstep like this song and like Young and Menace and like, um, you know, just kind of mania as a whole and like that song with uh, Wyclef. Mm -hmm. Like, just like they had so many missteps between mania and so much for Stardust that they they really were able to take a step back and make something amazing again. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's just a testament to how great this band is. Yeah. Um, and that is the positive way I am choosing to look at this <laughs> terrible, god awful song. Um, and you know, it, it isn't an album track, but like, it's another one of their these like Bob Dylan where I'm just like, keep it in the drafts. You know, <laughs> you don't have to release every song. Yeah. You really don't. You have a huge back catalog. Lake Effect Kid, the song, totally understand why you'd want to release that. Great mm -hmm. fucking song. Mm -hmm. amazing song even but like something like this if it wasn't going to be on an album like what are you doing you know why are you yeah. finishing it why bother you know who knows so. who knows i mean th this band um 
like I wrote a whole fucking like mini paper on why I don't think Fallout Boys ever sold out in college. Um, I, I say in college, like I've been out of it for years when I just finished last week. Yeah. Um, but and everybody, the, like everybody, congratulate Dawson. Thanks. Uh, you did it last episode, everybody. But I'll take it again. Um, <laughs> for sure. Uh, it and like the the main crux of my point is like they just even if what they're doing follows a trend that they seem to want to do that rather than do it yeah. just for the money. And like this, uh, I mean, this EP in general is a pretty good example of that because you have like Effect Kid, which is a more, definitely a more rock oriented song. And then you also have this one, which is nowhere close to that. Yeah. And like the only explanation I can have for that is it's not like this EP set the world on fire or anything. A lot of people don't even know ex- it exists. Like, I don't believe that this was, like, a label move. Mm-mm. I don't no. believe that they had to do this for, like, some... Uh, this was a year after Mania, and they were still yeah. touring off of it. And I like, saw them I saw them the weekend after this came out. Yeah. If you can believe that. I, so. I can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you You've can. seen this band a good bit. I've only seen them thrice, but... Um, uh, another user on Reddit, uh, user uh, Luigi L- Lugia Lugia eighteen Lugia like the Lugia Pokemon? maybe. Um, How's it spelled? L U G I A. Yeah, that's Lugia the Pokemon. Lugia Lugia eighteen um, did a all Fallout Boy songs ranked by me, um, and uh, at number one they have Alpha Dog, which like honestly based as taste. Hell. Based taste as is hell. extreme taste. Honestly, this this user can get away with anything now that they've done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't even agree with them, but like that's based. It's based as hell. Um, Carpal Tunnel of Love. Uh, uh, at number two there. Um, Genasphus at three. Mm-hmm. They kind of have a killer top three. Yeah. Uh, West Coast Smoker at seven. From now on, we are enemies at six. Like just constant bangers. Bangers. Um, out of the 94 Fallout Boy songs that they ranked in this, uh, which I don't think they included any so much for Stardust songs in this because it may have not been out yet. Um, uh, bu- 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 they ranked Super Fade. Oh, shit. I lost it. They ranked Super Fade 64th. Wow. Um, out of 94, ahead of some songs that I happen to really like um grenade jumper where is your boy sugar we're going down uh i did say that they could get away with anything yeah um this this person is a little misguided but i respect the take yeah um putting it above uh uma thurman is very funny to me that's hilarious uh because i i will say while uma thurman while i hate that song um Uma Thurman is like the the like best case scenario of this sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the yeah. like the like catering to the trap tropes that were happening on the radio mm-hmm. at the time. Uma Thurman is the best case scenario. Yeah. If this is the worst case, Uma Thurman is the best case. Um, I don't get ranking it above where is your boy. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. That is nuts. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's one person's opinion, but I am very wrapped up in this ranking, and we are going to save this for future episodes. So. Okay. 
shout out uh, what's the username Lugia Lugia 18 Lugia on, 18 on Reddit on Reddit Lugia 18 your list is going to get a little bit of mileage on this podcast um, just because we think it's interesting um, on the rate your music side of things uh, I do think it I, I want to shout out the the track ratings for um, for this whole EP because they're very funny okay um, <laughs> If you don't know how rate your music works, um, they will have a like a master release page for like the album or EP or whatever or single, and they have a track listing, and each track gets a rating as well as the whole EP, and those sure. ratings are all separate. So sure. the whole EP has a two point seven five out of ten out of five. Okay, gotcha. Um, all of these ratings are out that's of higher five. than I thought it would be out of five. Yeah, well, I mean, Lake Effect Kid is on it. Um, yeah, sure. So the the track ratings though, Lake Effect Kid has a 4.0, which is really wow. really good. Yeah, that's very good. Um granted this this EP only has 326 ratings total and even less track ratings, but that's still pretty significant. Um City in a Garden goes down to a 3.2, which is like pretty mid for that site standards. Yeah. And then Super Fade all the way down to a 2.2, which is pretty bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so if there's even truthers for this EP on, on Rate Your Music, they do not like Super Fade. And that is reflected in the reviews because it is hard to find a review on this EP that doesn't list Super Fade as the least favorite track. Um, it's kind of comical. Uh, there's 10 reviews. Uh, and most all of them say that Super Fade is the worst uh, track. Yeah. And the comments is, is our last stop on this Rate Your Music journey. And some of them are really funny, uh, such as Norsk Mario on April 8th, 2022, says, uh, Super Fade is what I wanted Mania to sound like, uh, which I just have to say, why? Um, why did yeah. you want Mania to sound like this? This sounds like ass. That's crazy. Do you want to hear something even crazier? Sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, I misread this one, actually. I'll read it anyway. Um, okay. Stroop, uh, with two zeros instead of two O's, says, uh, title track isn't bad, I guess, but it'd be the worst track on Folia do if it actually made the cut, which I don't know. Is, is it like, a Foley song? No. <laughs> okay. Not as far as I know. We'll, we'll get to that when we... Uh, when we uh, when, when we, we get, get to, to the song Lake Effect Kid. Um, but the uh, <laughs> Snuff Cassette on January 20th of this year says, Did you know Fall Out Boy are from Chicago? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really good. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. It comments. There's, there's more positivity for Super Fade in the comments than I, than I honestly expected. Uh, Garvtoon on uh, August 27th, 2018 says, I actually think Super Fade is the best track, honestly, LOL, and I despise Mania, which I want to look inside your brain and, and figure yeah. out what's going on up there because uh, this is this is something. You're crazy for that one. You're crazy yeah. for that one, honestly. You're a crazy motherfucker for that one. But um, yeah, Rate Your Music is a is a funny little community. We'll, maybe we'll return there soon. Maybe, yeah, because there wasn't a wasn't um, a song meanings. Wasn't a song meanings yeah, for I this. Didn't think so no comments because it came out in 2018 and people stopped using that site in the 2000s. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, this. 
Anything else for this song? No, I mean we've we've gone for the amount of time that uh, last episode went. Um, I don't feel very obligated to say more about this personally. Yeah, um, we kind of covered all the bases. Yeah. Um, and since the last episode that we recorded hasn't come out yet as of recording this one, uh, nothing new on the Twitter or anything, no corrections. Um, so, I mean, I guess we, we give this a rating and, and spin the damn ass wheel. Um, if nothing else, if we don't have any more thoughts apart from this song is dog ass. Yeah. Um, Carson is typing. Yeah. Hang on. He's cooking. I got I got a very funny phone call while oh. we we're recording. Right, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, let's let's rank it and get out of here. All right. Um I'll go first. Sure. Two. Yeah. Um Let me give it a two also. That's fair. I was I started at a three and now that I'm thinking about it, I think the only thing that it can get is a two. I, I don't I was, completely, totally hate it. Yeah, I do completely, totally hate it, but you got to be like real dog shit to, to, get, yeah. to get me to give it a one. Like you have to be powerfully terrible to get, yeah. to get a one. Well, I think something like Bob Dylan where it's like so bad that like, I, like it moves through me like a slider burger yeah. um, in, in one side out the other. <laughs> um, I think that deserves a one or like something like uh something like that stay frosty milk tea song off mania like that deserves mm. a one yeah there, there's de- i think there's probably a mania song or two that i'll give a one yeah it's definitely a save rock and roll song i'll give a one um i don't know which, about that which i won't get into here there's an american but... beauty american psycho song i will give a one absolutely for sure yeah um all right uh spin the wheel yep it's wheel get time out of here all right it's wheel time i haven't spun this thing in so long I hope I have a better magic touch than our, our guests have had. Goddamn Marty did. Yeah. Okay, oh, Dan, we're going to let Dan, Dan Dowboys do it. All right, Dan Dowboys is here putting up a I guitar I am recording. Case. Hit that little spin thing right Hit there. the little spin button. Spin. All right, let's see what happens. All right. Hot to the uh, touch. Hot to the touch. <laughs> so close to getting sugar. So close. Hot to the touch, cold on the inside from Pax AM days is what we All will, right. Well, next we week is going to be a half hour episode, everybody. <laughs> or or we're just going to talk about other shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. I'll have more to talk about after tour. So. Well, uh, um, uh, since we're at the end of the episode, um, thank you so much for sticking around and, and listening to this whole thing. Um Really appreciate your listenership. Uh, go and give us a five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you feel like we deserve it. Um, I feel like we do. I think this podcast is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, we are up to 31 five-star ratings on Spotify. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Um, and uh, follow Carson and I's bands at Bummer Hill ATL on Twitter, at Callous Dowboys on Twitter. Nope, at The Callous Dowboys on Twitter, my fault. At Bummer Hill on Instagram, at the callous Dow at callous Dow. which one is it fuck uh on instagram it's the callous Dow boys the callous and then Dow boys. on uh on twitter it's just callous twitter it's just callous Dow boys yeah. okay yeah so. follow our bands um carson is leaving for tour tomorrow so if you came and saw one of those shows um thanks. uh thanks 
from Carson uh, post videos not, about it. Not a fix it. from you, though. <laughs> no, I'm, well, it's not my shows. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Wild Hogs tour. Um, Wild I'm Hogs, sure, baby. I'm sure it was awesome. We'll talk about it next episode. And um, thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.